welcome to the Backrooms Podcast, where in this week's episode, we will be talking about AI, as well as something else regarding that topic. So if it wasn't already clear, uh, we didn't really have a plan for this episode. I certainly as hell didn't have a plan for the script. Uh, so <laughs> we're really putting our best foot forward for season two. Can I get a couple dubs on Discord for <laughs> season two? Tagline, peak human, bottom text. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Roll that fucking episode. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Welcome to the break room. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I got a thing. You, you got to wait until, until... This is a question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I forgot what the quote is. You fucking asshole. <laughs> so for everybody who's listening, which is most of you, do you think... Do you think... <laughs> That a human can be preserved in peanut butter? Is it possible? Could you do that? Would you just spit all over <laughs> spit a recording? spit all over my fucking computer. Oh, no. That Welcome wasn't to meant the Back to happen. Rooms podcast, everyone. Yeah. I hope you are having a wonderful day, night, or otherwise. I hope you're having a nice night and or evening. Those are the same or morning. Thing. Or oh. midday. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of different this scenarios. Is, you could be yeah. upside down in Australia. You could be right side up here in... New York, you could be in Ionica and there's no sun. South North. There is sun. There's always sun. There's no sun. You know, there's a reason why in Alaska, like, if if you're listening from Alaska, I apologize, but in Alaska, the suicide rate is the highest in Alaska in any other uh, state in the U.S. You know, I'm glad you said Alaska because in the last episode, when I was listening to it again, Justin made a snarky comment that I said I couldn't afford to live in a 14-story hotel. And Justin (laughs) goes, yeah, you just wanted to fucking cruise in Antarctica. (laughs) Alaska. <laughs> Not even the right hemisphere, my guy. <laughs> they're, they're, they're the same. It's no, they're just not the same. Depends on if you're upside down or not. Which one is the same one? Wait, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> they're both snowy. Not even. Wait, what are we talking about? Alaska. And where? Alaska Al- versus Antarctica. And, Antarctica. and, and Alaska. There's a, wait, <laughs> what, do you mean? what do you mean there's no snow in Antarctica? There is snow in Alaska, but it's not all snow. There is a lot of snow Can you fucking calm Antarctica. down? So, what are we, what so today... What are we actually like here for? Literally nothing. Literally no, 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 no. Today we're going to be talking about um, a few things, and one of those is is uh, artificial. <laughs> Stop spitting everywhere. Is artificial intelligence and the implications of that on the world? See um, Terminator. No. no. I think I think let's scale it back like two or three like button presses. Like volume. You're gonna do my my Chicago reference, Chicago style reference of Terminator. Chicago. Yeah, I said C Terminator. Asterisk is the little number and it's at the bottom of the page. Oh! Because AI. Take over the world. But we met in video games, so you disregard that. Yeah, let's let's uh, dial Why up. are you looking at me like that? Are you going to spit on your, your, your MacBook again? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Mommy. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> Mommy spit in my mouth. We're going to be talking. What? <laughs> We're not going to be talking anymore. That's the end of this podcast. Thanks. <laughs> AI and how AI so plays into video games. When you 
important. When you are talking about AI, what are you referencing specifically? Are you talking about a specific... I'm talking about entities that have and conduct actions that are not guided by the player, that are not done of the player's own volition, like an NPC that walks around, talks to you, or responds to you, to your input in some way. It has its own set of actions, its own set of things it can do, whether that's a walking box, a banana, a varying size, var from Elden Ring. Who? A many, var? Var? Oh, var? Var? I don't know if Who? The guy, the guy in the white mask who tells you you're maidenless? Oh. Uh, <laughs> you maidenless <laughs> no, maiden. swan. Um... Because AI is important. It's so, you, you don't live in a in a world all alone unless you're playing Outer Wilds or or Dark well, Souls. Could agree. But yeah, that you're as a player when you're playing in most games, like Halo, you have the Marines that follow you, and you have the enemies that you're fighting. For the most part, in every scenario where you're playing a video game, if it's a sports game, if it's a not sports. <laughs> If it's literally anything, there is some form of in this AI. universe. In this universe, everything is either a a sports game or b not a sports game. Um. So here's a here's a question Solve actually. For X. So is there a difference when you're talking about AI in the way that you in the way that you're describing it? You know, the the player has no control. Not I shouldn't say no control, but the entities are reacting to the player either proactively or, or reactively, reactively. Well, doing things they can have um they can have indirect control you can give them orders for okay. them to carry yeah, out yeah. One. Yeah. depending on the game but so, they're they'll do their own thing after that they'll still like okay they'll walk they'll go aim you're not controlling them they're right. doing in, it in themselves in the instance of like a real time simulation yeah. as opposed to like a turn based yes but any right. every game Almost so, exclusively needs some kind of AI in some part of the game. Controlling is there something. a difference between then what we're describing and a scripted event or a scripted entity? Yes. So, um, I feel like that's well. It depends. A scripted entity can also be like a form of AI that they have a set of. So, like, it depends on on how it's written well, a scripted event no a scripted enemy yes you could consider that an ai they have maybe a set of specific uh actions they would take in a given scenario so I mean, like what usually what... when you describe describe scripted it's like you have a very specific action that will ha occur um at some point in time in the game when you say scripted you, usually the idea behind ai is that it has a some multitude of options to react to the game world because the first thing that comes to my head when i thought of this question specifically is in elden ring in like that first and one of the later game like uh not catacombs uh, caves or catacombs or whatever there are those rolly things that just go up and down the incline in what in elden ring Oh, um, <clears throat> it's you, you probably didn't see it. You have to use a stone sword key to get into that area. You know, um, when you're exiting that that first area, yeah, and there's that wall of fog that you can't walk through. I think so. It's past that, but you need a stone sword key to get through there. So you'd have to come back to that area and use it. Oh, so those things are technically enemies. Yeah, but there's because they can die. 
if they hit each other, they can they can die, whatever. But they're not. They they have a set path. They're scripted. They're they're not really interacting with the. world. Is that like an AI technically? I mean, I I feel like at that point it's kind of splitting hairs. I mean, maybe it's uh, it. If it has only one action it could take, I mean, are the yes. walls AI? <laughs> What's that? Are the walls in Elden Ring no. AI? <laughs> just just the one. <laughs> yeah, just the if one. If you hit it and it can be like, <sighs> stop. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it is it is there a specific concrete definition when referencing video games of like what dictates what is an AI or what is a, a um, some type of. S- semi-scripted enemy i don't know i mean i guess sure what is there a, a greater point in in that question of no. like you just being annoying i'm just being annoying okay <laughs> what else is there well okay so brian in games yes how how has you i know you have talked at great lengths about um the marines and halo yeah i sure have I'm not sure if you had another anything on the top of your head that you were going to talk about. No. Okay. How is that? <laughs> so I how has that enhanced your gameplay? How how did that enhance your gameplay? Um, to be to be a hundred percent honest with you, I don't replay Halo missions that don't have Marines in them. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm really not interested in playing. That's actually videos. amazing. Honestly, yeah. If because I've I've played through them all like a hundred times each. Um, so I, I know what they have to offer. I know which missions I like and I know which ones I don't. And typically the ones I gravitate towards are the ones that have the Marines in them because they add that extra flavor of character interactivity, interactivity to the game that, that you lack in some of those a unique dynamic experience. Solo. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, well, yeah. Uh, So every time, every time you play it, it's different because they have such a, a wide variety of random voice lines that they can pull from, <laughs> which I very much appreciate because it, it, depending on how the the lines... Can you stop nodding your fucking head? <laughs> depending on how those lines can line up with the the actions of said NPCs can be hysterical at times. Mm. Like the one in Halo 2 where fucking David Spade chucks a grenade and he goes do that open till christmas <laughs> it's, just, it's just fucking funny to me i don't know why david spade is the greatest thing that ever happened to halo david spade what yeah, david what? cross i'm sorry oh, okay. david cross i was gonna say wait a minute david cross the I guy thought... who voices um the bird the bird from Sesame Street? Jesus <laughs> what is happening oh i thought you meant like big bird from yeah. Sesame Street. no you need I, to lay off the amaretto there, <laughs> um david so, cross yes so it seems david like Cook. the david core Cook. of david what Blaine. you enjoy because of that because of those um, AI characters, is is the unique dynamic experiences that come about because they have their own sort of volition. They will act and react according to what's happening, and that can change every time you do the encounter. I also appreciate um, the ability, specifically in Halo 2 onwards, to equip said Marines however you see fit, given the parameters of what you have available to you. And I think Halo Infinite, because we have to talk about Halo Infinite, I love, <laughs> I love the ability to 
um, requisition any weapon you want and equip your marines however you see fit. Because just the, give them all it, fucking exactly, sniper, <laughs> dude. Literally, but in the previous games, you were li- you were more limited to obviously whatever weapons you had available in a given yeah. vicinity. But still, it was fun to like test out different combinations. Like, oh, I'm gonna give this guy a sniper. This guy's gonna have a rocket launcher. Actually, I take that back. Don't ever give them a rocket launcher. The AI is not that good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess. But you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, I I will say. Um, I had a lot of fun in Infinite when, you know, I tried being, I tend not to try and make like overpowered or like, you know, uh, the weapon of mass destruction kind of, kind of play style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to balance it out just to see. So I would give you like, you don't give all your Marines arcane sentinels. No, I do that. That's fun as fuck. I did that. Uh, I did that against the, the hunter pair Oh, and they shredded yeah. them. Yeah. They shredded them. I was amazed. But I'll, I'll do like you know we'll give this we'll give all of them, you know we'll give two of them battle uh, the battle rifle was in infinite right yeah the okay. battle rifle yes oh my god I'm so sorry dude we are stroking out in here hang on, I got I got a pee hang on you piss like a fucking lead pipe <laughs> hang on it's not out yet just love it more. I've never heard somebody's penis do that. I heard, I heard, fucking, I heard the back pressure. Pee is stored in the balls. Pee is stored in the balls. I can't, man. Oh, what am I the doing? The AI of these nuts. Dude, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. I wake up at 6. No, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. I wake up at 6. I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, I put on a fancy-ass suit, I drive 30 minutes to my fucking office job, and I sit there like a goddamn professional all day, and then I come here, and we talk about pee <laughs> stored in the balls. I mean, yeah. And AI. The duality of man. <laughs> so, so bringing it, so we'll... Uh, take two steps back. Let, let, let's let's pull it back in. Slide to the left. Let's pull it back in. So I want to know. Obviously, I, I can imagine for you one very memorable game for AI would be Halo Infinite. Justin, is there a game that comes to your mind immediately with some of your most, maybe not the best AI, but the most memorable? Um, one. And this is also because of some of the technical understanding I have behind it and just an appreciation for it <clears throat> is Alien Isolation. Really? Yes. Have you ever played it? I played a bit of it, yes. I'm very scared of it, though. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I never never beat it, but I can appreciate it. I've heard the very... AI is very intelligent in that game. Yes. It has a... a it's not just oh see player move to player kill player it's it's a much more advanced behavioral system that they set up with how with the the field of vision that it's able to see and then also it has fields of um uh not vision but uh cones that it can detect movement based on like the player being in certain proximity and it would like, you know, say hit its tail or something like that. And, uh, and it can react to certain sounds that it'll hear and player movement and it will investigate stuff. And there's, it, 
it's it feeks it it makes it feel like such a living character and i think that is the goal of most ai components within games is it's it's i don't want to feel like i'm just fighting a chess ai mm. like where it's just it okay make move make move or it feels static i don't want to feel like i'm fighting a computer i want to feel like it's something that's thinking or that it's reacting or that's living or that it, it has um some sense of uniqueness to it that's the i think that's the ultimate goal and things games that have um say open world games that have like animals and stuff or people that react to your uh inputs and in the environment and like like gta for example <laughs> and you know the way that if you if you run your car into a wall and you're next to a guy like that impulse from the sound is like they get scared and they'll run away and, and other stuff like that or they'll hear and see the car coming and try and jump out the way but then you turn and you hit them anyway and you take their money and you leave that last part wasn't about the AI, but like it's it's part of the experience. There's the a experience. reason like sounds like from jobs Brooklyn. exist. Well, stop. Yeah. Did you just fucking shit your pants? No, again? I didn't. I literally tapped the chair, you piece of shit. I'm, I don't so, trust you anymore. <laughs> you 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 pretty want to make it feel living. I like I like I like that definition, which I think is something Elden Ring. Does, does not do no but it's it's fine in the context of how that game is designed it benefits it yes so i i find that interesting because of the way that from software does their games their their ai is not that intelligent <laughs> their ai is not that advanced <clears throat> um however sekiro was kind of a unique i guess an outlier uh, outlier yeah they were more of an outlier because you know there was a lot more stealth and a lot more uh i guess trying to to not necessarily have to just fucking slash through every single enemy that you came across um was it perfect no some of the stealth in that game was kind of a you know obnoxiously like why is this working hmm. why is this working <laughs> Why can I just do like watch watch any donkey video on Sekiro and you'll see what we're talking about? Right. Um, I was going somewhere with that. Um, if I can tangent, yeah, something I was just thinking about um, the Arkham games. Mm. Actually, um, they the first game the AI starts off fairly. I don't want to say primitive, but Compared to how the series progresses, it is the least advanced where <clears throat> you can take down enemies a certain way and they don't necessarily learn anything from it. The The most that they will do really to combat anything that, that you are throwing at them is they'll double up and they'll watch each other's backs so that you can't sneak up behind them. <clears throat> now contrast... Arkham Asylum, where the games first started, to Arkham Knight, which is the most recent one, where the AI is much, much more intelligent, it, particularly in the instances of Predator encounters. So the game, the games are typically split into two main types of encounters. There's the, the combat encounters, which is hand-to-hand -hand combat, and then the Predator, or Stealth, and which is where... And drive. <laughs> okay. In Arkham Knight, there's three. Um, 
or the 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 predator encounters where you're basically dropped into a room with like 15 people but everybody has guns oh. so walking in and punching everyone in the face is not gonna be your best option right because can you use guns as batman no if you play as the red hood you can Batman Red Hood DLC you can Batman doesn't but, believe in killing people with guns only with his fists well he'll shove them he'll he will shove their face into like concrete the DC movies no I, not a concrete um cement <laughs> a fucking um oh my god describe it oh my god the fucking the switch, the switch. Oh my God, what is happening to me? I don't Nintendo's know what words are today. Circuit break. What are you? Circuit breaker. Thank you so much, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm gonna be honest. I was not listening to what you were saying for the past 15 seconds, but just based on what you were trying to describe, yes. like, is he talking about a circuit? Yes, break? he'll just shove someone's an electrical face box. into an electrical circuit breaker, and they're not dead, but they're dead. They're dead. Um, but what I was getting at was. The premise of the game is the main villain, the Arkham Knight, knows Batman. He knows him previously, and it's not told to you immediately how he knows him or who he is, but... I know you're Bruce Banner. No, no, Well, Bruce yeah, Wayne. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bruce Banner. He knows... He, he's worked with Batman, so he knows all of Batman's tactics. So if you go into a Predator encounter... And you get comfortable doing the same move. The Arkham Knight will come over to the radio and he's like, hey, guys, um, pay attention. This is what he's doing. And he will suggest a tactic for them to take on. Do you hear them? Do you hear him suggesting that? Tactic? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll come over the loudspeakers and he'll say it to everybody. So he'll, he will announce it to the player as well that, hey, it's time for you to switch up your tactics because you're getting lazy. Um, so if you're hiding in the undergrates and you know grabbing people as they walk over you he'll be like hey start blowing up the grates start throwing thermobaric charges in the grates so that he can't sneak around down there or that's pretty mine, sick, mine the vantage points because you keep grabbing people and stringing them up from the vantage points so that he'll be like hey blow up the vantage points you fucking idiots um, stuff like that or, or set some turrets up so that he can't be sneaking around <laughs> and limit his movement so it's really cool that the game forces you to change up your gameplay on the fly depending a, on which actions yeah. you are quote unquote abusing in a very rudimentary way they're kind of learning from your actions like they you do mm -hmm. actions you continue to do actions and they learn in response that hey we can we can do other things to overcome the player and I remembered an aspect of what I said before, Alien Isolation, that does that as well. So when the alien is searching for you, because a large part of the game, part of the game is is you trying to stealth around and get around the aliens. Um, if you are, if you happen to be found in a certain area by the alien, like he opens a locker that you went in or in a desk or something like that. Um, he will they learn with respect to your locations that you get found so if you tend to hide in certain kinds of locations they will learn and they will often check those first yeah <laughs> so every time you get found somewhere they will change up where they start checking first that's great so, so i have to, i have to play this game now cuz yeah, i think know, you would enjoy it like you guys know so we never really talked about outlast on you this love podcast. horror a lot of horror I games i fucking love horror games especially like amnesia outlast 
There's like that Numbra. constant sense of have anxiety. Ever, um, Am I going to be found? Am I going to be attacked? You know, have like... you ever watched... There's a really good Let's Play... Um, Sharpshooter Productions. Stop! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> That is out. That is not our. That is their old uh, Let's Play channel from back in high school. You can guess the production value from that was alone. That, was that high school yeah, or middle school? It was high school. Yeah, you, you got to take responsibility for your actions. Since I was a freshman in high school, I fucking wish it was middle school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I did play Alien Isolation up until like right before the alien gets introduced. <laughs> Oh, that's like the core of the game. I know. Like... So I never really. I the only reason I play. He's <laughs> like he plays it for like fifteen minutes. He's like, "There's no fucking aliens in this game. I'm bored." But like for some reason, I think because I first played it when it was on Game Pass, not Game Pass, before Game Pass was a thing. Wow. <laughs> it was on uh, Games of Gold. On the Xbox 360. Wow. Alien Isolation, not the other ones like Colonial Marines or anything. Right, okay. Alien Isolation. It was on Games of Gold on the Xbox One in like month one or two when it came. When... Okay, continue. <laughs> when it came out. I have, to, I have to sit and I have to clean up the audio with my headphones on, right? <laughs> I don't think you, you understand like the physical reaction I get when it sounds like you're shitting in my ears. <laughs> It gets so wet. It's just so wet. That one wasn't that one. It, so, sorry for Brian's interruption. Can you please continue, Jack? <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> anyway. AI in horror games, I feel like, could be a much more challenging task for developers making them feel like they're alive and they're learning from your actions it adds to the sense of like dread like oh god i have to like figure out what i have to do not like a killer's in your in your house and you go and hide in the closet and they find you in the closet and somehow you get away and you go hide in another closet well oh okay maybe he's like trying to hide in the closet let me go check the closets first it's like yeah. so like that's alive. where, that's it's where alive. like outlast tends to falter where like you know, the AI is not going to look like there's a there's a tactic in those games where you have to hide and everything is kind of, in a sense, scripted. It's not really, you know, the AI is is just roaming around on their set pads and, you know, they're not they're going to find you and then you have to run and hopefully you get away and then mm -hmm. they're going to search for you and intentionally look away from the spot that you're in to keep it like relatively fair unless they see you go into where you're hiding mm -hmm. um outlast is scary yes and, and i don't really understand why because by all accounts like oh be careful shut the fuck up shut up <laughs> <laughs> that that may or may not be copyrighted <laughs> um well no that's that's a nursery rhyme is it? Yeah. Oh, be careful, little lies. What you see. All the people copyrighted. You know, might be happy copyrighted. Birthday, so. Really? That was, I was copyrighted Shh, until a couple years ago. Yeah. Don't, don't I forget by that. who. I think Warner Bros. So wait, fucking Warner... say that. So wait, it's not copyrighted anymore. So wait, that, dude. That's like when fucking Facebook tried to um, trademark the word face. I remember when Elon Musk bought Twitter that one time. You mean like two days ago from <laughs> yeah. when we're recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But Outlast is really scary. It is a scary And I don't game. know why. Because, like you said, the AI is fairly scripted. You can analyze the patterns that they're walking in and avoid them relatively easily. It's. I think it stems down to... There's still risk in there your There is action. still risk. And I think, I think the biggest part of that is the feeling of helplessness because it's it half the time it's pitch black you can't really see what's going on a lot of the time you have a nighttime recorder or that lasts like five minutes (laughs) very very limited Um, my fucking but you cannot five-year-old gopro lasts longer than that motherfucker you cannot fight back yeah you are helpless to the ai Mm -hmm. essentially um yeah I and every time, every time, it's like I, I don't even know how to describe it because it's like I'm not scared. Yeah, I am. But then, terrified. but then, but then somebody sees me and it's like, oh no, I'm fucking scared. <laughs> that, uh, that that kind of actually begs the question for for uh, not begs not, Justin. So you said before, uh, toward tw- towards the beginning of the episode, um, every game has AI in some way, shape, or form. Almost, almost every game. Um, disclaimer: I also play that game only in the daytime with my back firmly against a wall. So, yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody gonna sneak up on me. See, you can't do that with like the SCP game, uh, SCP containment breach, because then what's his name will just come through the floor and pick you, like, pick you up, take that's, you away, go on a honeymoon. Yeah. That's enough of that. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> But you were gonna you're saying something with reference to what I said in the beginning, almost every game has so, AI in some way. Is quality AI so like if a game is have if a game is gonna have an AI component to it, ignore games like super liminal. I don't know if any of you guys have ever played that, where it's just a puzzle game, you don't have AI really, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um is quality AI important all the time? So, like, in more cases than not, but it depends on the context. So, why does it work in Elden Ring? So, and Dark Souls. So, with Elden Ring, I don't think, at least for me, what do you mean work? So, because Elden Ring and Dark Souls, their AI is not that great. Like from from a technical perspective, they it's not. It incredibly it's not, advanced or I sophisticated. Call it bad. I no, think it's, it's not just, bad at all. It's, it's predictable, but I think it's intentionally predictable. Yeah. Right. I think that's the whole point. Why does that work? Like, why does why a does, simpler why right yeah so, setup like that work? So yeah. It, like why why is it still an enjoyable experience? I suppose. Yeah. Or well, I think for for the reason I just said, it's intentionally predictable. It's meant to be recognizable in its attack patterns, so that you can analyze it learn from it and mm-hmm. learn how to combat it more effectively That's, yeah if the if if the guy was just swinging wildly at you like he's fucking a first year smash player just fucking spamming buttons on the gamecube controller i mean those, those I, it, what do you do in a <laughs> then game you're just fucking fighting millennia i don't like stop no in, i'm still stuck on her in a game that thrives on the difficulty of encounters you can either pull difficulty from the uh, in a reactive sense where you randomize how 
an enemy combatant is approaching a player like in the unpredictability that can that itself can be a difficult scenario like oh i have to respond appropriately i have to try and think of how i would uh, um get up get out of certain situations like the randomness i don't know what he's gonna do or you can have difficulty like if you're gonna have high difficulty moves where like oh you, i need to roll like at the right time or i need to learn these um telegraph locomotions of the enemy dark souls puts the difficulty in in um the enemy's actions like it's not the unpredictability that makes it difficult it's it's just inherently the enemy design like they have large hitboxes they have area of effects they um they you know hit over long distances etc etc like those are just hard to get around inherently and thus if you add randomness and dynamism to the ai as well as those inherently difficult actions it will be nigh impossible for the player that they want you to learn patterns rather than become more reactive in 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 that kind of a game it's it's not about like call of duty like you're jumping around a corner and just seeing who, who can react fastest and who has the most like uh, technical skill with mm -hmm. their fingers or or smash or something it's it's more about being able to have pattern recognition and knowing what to do in certain scenarios and and also uh with a big emphasis on patience from the player mm -hmm. so it works in that game because they designed it to be difficult not because of the randomness but just as an inherent character designs so my, my biggest struggle with astol mm. we we just fought him together last night was not so much his moveset i found his moveset fairly easy to counter um but just the way his fucking body moves. It seems kind of random. I could not hit him. I physically could not land hits on him. So he would just wear down my health over time until the point where it was like, yeah. I lose. <laughs> um, it, 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 yeah. It feels like there's a random... So I guess... So what's, an, what's a game that benefits... What are more games that benefit from simpler AIs? Um, because I I real I'm trying to think of examples in my head. City builders. I mean, that be, okay. I mean that yeah, that, that's and the, true. I don't know benefit from simpler AI. I don't know if they say benefit, but are, I think a better aren't needed. I like, think I yeah, don't, I, I think not a better way to, to phrase have it. this super advanced algorithm for its AIs. Right. I think a better way to phrase it would be, which games don't necessarily require as advanced AI. Which would be Elden Ring would be one because yeah. of the game's construct and design. Um, uh, city, city city builder games like uh, city, city skylines. skylines and stuff. The AI for the movement of of the little people and the cars and characters and stuff like that. Like you don't need complex things. You just have some basic pathfinding algorithms, like I don't know, A star or something like that. And yeah, you and know, that's you just, you just do it. It's fucking easy, man. You idiot. Where where would a, where would an RTS game fall on the spectrum? That's probably where no, that though that's an example of where you'd want a more complex AI. Much more complex type of What is this? AI. Uh, RTS games. So like oh, Halo RTS Wars. Games. So like Halo Wars, I, I Total felt, War. I always felt stuff. as if playing Halo Wars Company of Heroes. Company of Heroes, yes. Oh, the AI in those games in Company of Heroes. <laughs> Maybe I'm just really bad, but like I always found them to 
terribly difficult. But whenever we do, you know, once in a while, we'll all get that itch to play Halo Wars or Halo Wars 2. And we'll go play on Heroic or Legendary. Like, we'll throw a Legendary on and they're like, oh, shit, wait, this is broken. And we See, have to go back to Heroic. So that, I believe, some of the difficulty become comes from, like, as a way to compensate that they cannot have an AI be as smart as a person, that they buff things like build time and right. currency and I things like that. I was going to say that because there, there's no way. Because I, when I play those games, I can be it. relatively quick. Mm -hmm. I can get to, like, you know max tech level in like eight minutes like i can do that but by the time i do that it's like there's a scarab in front of me already <laughs> how do you do that yeah. <laughs> how do you do that within the normal parameters of the fucking game how do you do that that's that's brute forcing um the difficulty to compensate for like human intelligence so i guess in an RTS game, can you program an AI? Because, you know, realistically, AI is more more intelligent than us, if you think about it, in, in a video game standpoint. Um, like, a chess player cannot beat a computer. Well, Statis that, statistically speaking, a, a yes, computer. Yes, that's... The, one, that's a pretty... Those, those, I know those types of algorithms restricted. are pretty advanced. Yes. They're, they're very advanced. But there's a much, much more restricted rule set and set of parameters for that for that algorithm to work within. Like, okay, I have these set pieces. They can move in this capacity, and that's it. You don't have, like, a three-dimensional arena that you're operating in with all of these different movement mechanics and all these different outcomes that a player can do. Like, it's not, oh, they can move eight different directions with these set of pieces. It's they can move in effectively an infinite number of directions at any point in time with any of these um, parameters like certain weapons or power-ups or whatever. There's so much more variability when it comes to most video games um, that it's not... You can, I, it's untrue to say that AI is smarter in very specific circumstances when it's specialized like a chess game, yes, in pretty much any other circumstance, no. But you can get a little better when you do stuff like machine learning, where you're where you have an algorithm essentially that that learns through large sets of data. Like you're basically feeding it stuff and telling it, okay, do this and do that. And here's an example of how to do it. Here's another example of how to do it. Here's another example of how to do it. And you tell it, okay, it did it correctly, it did it incorrectly, you rate the score and like the with something that learns, you can probably get closer to that. But, I mean, the development time that's needed for something like that and the manpower and the amount of data, like, game companies are not are not doing that type of shit. It's just not just, feasible. I'd, lo I'd love to see a Melania machine-learned... <laughs> like, as... Well, imagine if a player could play as Millennia. Like, one of the... Like, like let me solo her could play as Millennia. I don't think anybody could beat him at all in any capacity. I have an interesting technical question. I'm, I, I'd like to know what you think about this. Um, I will try my best to answer. So, Justin's a smart one. This is an original Xbox game. Okay. Jet Set Radio Future. Which I've never played. One of my favorite games of all time. And I would love to talk about this game more in depth at a later date. Okay. But for the purposes of this discussion... We're going to have a retro day one day. We definitely should. Um, there, There's a couple things I've noticed. 
there are the character NPCs and there are okay well so every character that you interact with in the game is actually playable through like bonus content if you actually like go in 100% the game all the NPCs you encounter in the main story are actually playable characters in the end okay. game hmm. um, and then there are the NPCs that are just people walking around on the streets um one thing I've noticed, two things I've noticed. The first is that if you are skating, because you're this is a skating game, inline skating. Um, if you are skating around in the streets and you're bumping into people, they'll like, you know, they'll spin out of the way or they'll fall over or you can knock stuff over. But if you turn the camera away and then turn it back, they will be instantly reset to the original position that they were in. Mm -hmm. so that's one thing i've noticed okay second thing i've noticed is there are these instances where you're either racing or you're doing something called tag battles which is where you have to spray graffiti on the backs of other characters and whoever tags the other person's back wins what i've noticed is that the npcs will only travel a fixed distance from the player before stopping. Okay. And they won't continue to move away from the player until they come within a certain distance of them. Is that a function of this game specifically, or is that a limitation of the more outdated hardware, whereas the the AI cannot... The AI cannot... Um, function a certain distance away from the player um that so sounds like it's a the function of the game the first okay. one sounds like it's probably a technical limitation the second one is probably a function of the game okay though might be related to a technical limitation um the first one if if you interact with ai you bump into them or whatever and then when you look away and look back the camera pans back that they're instantly reset i'm imagining that um, it probably, when you look away, it unloads their being their character from memory to save memory because this is early days and we you need to save as much memory as you can so that the game can smoothly function. Seven kilobytes of memory, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, because a lot of games will only load assets where the camera can see. And right. it won't load things Behind. around and in the background and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably that with regards to the battle and NP and an NPC or enemy uh, only traveling a fixed distance away. It's probably so that the player can always maybe see the enemy like he can't just travel 100 miles out right. or something. Right. Um, but also may be related to a limitation in render distance where maybe the game is only uh, able to smoothly render out to a certain distance or have AI function out to a certain distance, else if it continues farther, it may degrade performance of the game. Um, so it may be... It may be I know performance no related, way, yeah. Especially since you haven't but, played it, there's no way to yeah, really give me a concrete to, answer. But the thing that it comes was just to, something interesting I noticed. Yeah, yeah. The thing that comes to mind regarding that would be the AI in uh, racing games like Forza, mm. where uh, if they're in first place or if they're ahead of you, enough they will like perpetually slow down or, they do or, that in forza yeah 
to an extent. The Forza is an interesting case because around the Xbox One generation, when Forza Motorsport Five and up uh, released, that they had drive guitars. Or I, was it four? No, four was like the last of the good ones. Four. Well, <laughs> dri- I think yeah, drive guitars were five. were a thing in five and up, and that um is them trying to put to trying to do two things one to have a race that feels um more personal more genuine like when i go to pass a car like he's not just unaware of my presence and will just barrel through me he can actually appropriately react and also to give it a sense of personalization where drive guitars are meant to mimic the character the characteristics and attributes of a certain player my drive avatar when you're playing your will drive try avatar, to act like me or something. your drive avatar is the most aggressive fuck i've ever gone that's an issue that drive avatars generally had is there is they had a high level of aggression because a lot of players have a high level of aggression and will look into in the mirror and motherfucker hit, yeah and hit. listen i all of my sheetrock is intact thank you very much <laughs> I don't know about you. Listen, or Elden, your controllers. Elden Ring is a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the drivatars use aspects of machine learning and external computation, like if that type of stuff is done on servers and off premises from the Xbox. It's not done. It's not done locally. To use the data from you, you racing, to then algorithmically come up with ways that the ai will drive the ai will react it'll break at certain points it'll turn at certain points it'll react to players around them in certain ways differently um and that's that's to give that sense of like it's a it's a living thing it's not just a an unaware unmoving computer it reacts it feels alive i think that's ultimately the goal in most cases with some type of computer cpu ai is they feel more genuine Mm -hmm. they feel dynamic they feel alive they feel unique i don't want everything to feel the same i don't want everything to feel like a black and decker drill gun like i I, you know (laughs) black and decker (laughs) it's actually black plus decker well, pluses and greater right? pillar. Two no, and two. Sam is and. Well, yeah, but plus two, two plus two is two and two. Like black and Decker, black plus Decker makes black Decker. Which One is, sounds weird. So is out- approximately zero. No, squared is approximately oh, <laughs> Squared is approximately zero. That's an inside joke. We don't want to insult anybody. So we could ignore that. Our AI Are you right sure now, actually, our AI right now is telling us we need to go to an ad break. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hold on, wait. Beep, 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 beep. AI ad break at this point. Beep, 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 beep. Are you just going to, like, sniffle for the next fucking 40 <laughs> minutes? Because... This motherfucker, while we were on break, shoved a fucking toothpick up his nose for, I don't know, a solid three minutes, <laughs> just to prove to us that he could. I saw one of the eyes turn the other way. <laughs> Wait, you guys, I can make myself sneeze. Guys, can you send me toe picks? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Well, are you asking us or are you asking the audience? I'm asking the audience. Whoa! <laughs> That's the Q&A question. <laughs> <laughs> On the fucking Discord. 
I haven't logged into the Discord server in a while. I'm actually terrified too. You know, some sometimes, you know, Justin and I were talking about this yesterday. Not everything in life needs answers. Don't even join Discord. Maybe it's you better. Mean, like, don't it's better not account? to know. Better not have... to know what's going on on Discord. Are you are you telling are you telling our audience that you shouldn't join our Discord? Please yes. redact that from your memory. Join our Discord and spread the love. Don't do it. Spread the love. <laughs> don't do it. I will fucking spread the love, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. That's called a cum shot. <laughs> I'm in danger. Thank you all for joining. <laughs> I would like to make it known that I am in the furthest corner of this room from the door, and I'm not particularly comfortable with that. So what were we talking about? Well, good. Thank you. I'm masking. I have answered. <laughs> and it was AI. I dislike so, AI. I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> so you know what my favorite monkey in um, Super Monkey Ball was? <laughs> I I baby A I A I I I Yeah. That's a game I missed. That game didn't have any AI. Uh you're right. I'm going that was a game. Well actually just... no, the mini games. Okay, well. If you played with with like the, the AI mini games. <laughs> so there's a game so on related to what you were saying before where um you know what are what kind of games or what games don't really need some sophisticated advanced algorithm or AI for its for its enemies or uh, characters. Um, the latest Doom games. Um, I have not played them. They are so in a different way to Elden Ring, but in a similar vein of I guess difficulty that the enemy movements and actions and things are a little more on the simpler side like they aren't these complex beings with super dynamic actions and things and 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 react in different ways like they they all have they're all a certain type of enemy they all have a set type of uh, actions that they can perform or, or um attacks that they can do and they'll do it in some type of albeit quickly telegraphed manner that you can react to and kill them um Doom uses something called, uh, the enemies use a finite state machine, which is a simpler method of you of controlling what an AI does. It's essentially they are in specifics. They're in certain states, like say an aggressive state, an attacking state, a, st a stationary state. So with that, you're more limited in how complex their actions can be, but it's much more resource efficient which probably lends to how doom is such an efficient game it like it it runs really smoothly really well and looks really good on like anything um but that's another game that because of the way of its um gameplay design which i think they call a push 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 forward push, push forward, forward yeah where it's like it's always incentivizing incentivizing the player to constantly move forward progress do things do something don't hide don't play super defensively because it'll work against you and they construct the ai in a way that encourages that type of behavior um so so that that's an example that i find interesting stop putting push pins in your fucking toes <laughs> <laughs> okay, join the Discord if you want to see Jack's toe face. <laughs> Sorry, hold on one second. 
Uh, for anyone interested and anyone who's still at this part of the podcast at this time, I God, God help you. But please, if you are interested in the more technical side of things with concerning this kind of conversation, there's a YouTube channel called uh, AI. Oh my God, I'm 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 bugging out now. AI AI and games that is run by a very intelligent individual who has worked in the game industry and is a professor, and he does a lot of analysis, technical analysis on a lot of different games and how they work, and it's. Very, very interesting, and I find it very fascinating. It is a fascinating discussion regarding AI because when I think of AI, I think of the non, you know, I think of practical uses sometimes. So, you know, in the world that we live in, 21st century, you know, AI is kind of AI, machine learning, neural networking is kind of like taking over. Our lives. What? Nothing. AI has also unfortunately become kind of a buzzword. Yes. Um, where I mean, you can kind of call anything AI in a way just because it's a sort of vague definition. But that's besides what are you, point. What are you fucking at? laughing at? Literally nothing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, it's okay. Uh, let's let's go off on a tangent. Undergoing psychosis. Let's go on a tangent. I don't think it'd be right for us to say that we are talking about AI without bringing up the pinnacle of an AI game. Uh, AI. Cat in Halo Reach driving a warthog. (laughs) (laughs) The Nemesis system. Yes, that's that's a really awesome system. I believe it's a patented system, technically. Uh, in the way that AI learn from actions, learn behaviors, and hand form kind of relationships in a way with the player. Yes. So for those who don't know, the Nemesis system was developed uh, within Monolith Studios by, um, by, I guess, by Monolith Studios under Warner Brothers, I think, is the publisher. Um, Pretty much it's an AI system that allows the, I, I don't know the technicals, but on the surface... The NPCs and the sh- and and the way that the uh, AI interact and learn with the player characters and the world is very sophisticated. There's a sense of um, persistence. Yes. In, as you progress through the world, where based on say you as the player who you kill or who you. Uh, ally with or who you do any kind of certain actions that some of the characters some of the npcs will remember that and will respond both um in action and in dialogue to that they may recall you and and um there is also oh my god my brain just went just shut off you ever have that yeah. I think it's happened like 10 times during the course of this episode. <laughs> I think that's what happens when you get to sub-level 2. It's a really, really interesting system where it allows for the formation of, in a way, like kind of relationships with the player. is and, and provides these unique, almost modular storytelling experiences where every time you play the game, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pan out in a different capacity. Granted that you obviously don't play in the exact same way, but I mean, even then you couldn't because, you know, different enemies will come up. But regardless, 
um, it also plays into the sort of like a class hierarchy. Like people can enemies can be like promoted within their ranks if they kill you or if they kill certain enemies, and and there's this living the sense of 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 a, of a living society and uh, an engagement that you're having in that world, and it's super super cool. You get the unique experiences every time you play the game, and you get that it's. It's not just you fighting an enemy. Like, it feels so much more personable. It ends up feeling so much more personable. Um, and that, you know, gives you more memorable experiences than just fighting the same thing and him doing the same thing every time. Right. So I just pulled up the patent itself. Okay. <clears throat> uh, for reference, uh, patent number US20160279522. A1. Call now. Is Warner Brothers uh, patent on the Nemesis system, and it is listed as Nemesis characters, Nemesis forts, social vendettas, and followers in computer games. So, you know, using IGN's uh, descriptor of it, I think, is actually a fair uh, short version. Um, It's a, a system that features procedurally generated NPCs that exist in a hierarchy and interact with and will remember the actions of players, have their appearance and behavior altered by players, and whose place in that hierarchy can change and affect the position of other NPCs in said hierarchy. And that's a simple version. So you can um, you can see this in the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games. Well, specifically the Shadow of War game. Um, in a sense that there will be instances that happen at let's say a point in time in the game very early on that will affect and will have consequences that will affect you months later in the game like not real not not in game months like real time like if if you put the game down for a week play a couple days at a time it, it could be a while since until all of a sudden something comes up that you're like holy shit this is what happened this is happening because i killed jerry from fucking four weeks ago or whatever and i guess my question to you justin since you have a lot more knowledge i know you're not the the expert but what makes this system so much different that it deserves a patent from other AI systems? It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Game good. Um, I imagine that it's complex enough of a system and that it has not been implemented in the same capacity anywhere else that gives them um, credence in issuing a patent for the system. That type of system is probably a really complex set of you know, behavior trees um, with different attributes where they'll remember certain actions like, oh, player killed me in given scenario and then have a lot of modifiers that affect what they will do next. And they... Um, also, probably, I think they recorded, you know, tons and tons and tons of dialogue options that allow the NPCs to, based on their relationship with the player, their 
engagement with them react in in some appropriate way obviously you can't have like dynamic real-time dialogue generation where we're in a video game we're currently not at that level of complexity yet um but Wait, yeah say that last part again like so they to have to combine with the dynamic nature of that system where it's going to be a different experience every time it's it's as unique social interactions and stuff that a component is dialogue right the npcs are going to talk they're going to speak in a certain way or they're going to respond to you in a certain way and because there's only you cannot account for every single possible conceivable way that a player would play the game so i believe they recorded like tons and tons and tons of dialogue options to try and account for the different scenarios that would occur within the game and i was just saying that we're currently not at the level where we can just have like dynamic language generation right. where they can just say whatever they want. That would be know. pretty Go fucking cool. Well, Google, well, I meant in, in a video game and to the, there. to the degree. Well, yeah, but like think of the scale of Google and how much probably language processing and computation and machine learning they've had to do to get it to where it is today. Like nobody's going to spend 50 oh, yeah, but I'm sure they can probably just billion dollars on a video game. Sell that data to a game studio. Yeah, but the thing is that you can't just have that and then have it be in every voice, in any voice you want. It doesn't work like that. That's true. Well, when you think about it, it's the same as being presented with... If you want everybody to sound like Google, then you <laughs> But it's the same as being it's presented... It's the same as being presented with, like, a nine-digit number or, or nine separate digits and saying, okay, how many possible combinations can you make out of these nine digits? Literally, I... I was I was on a website that was okay. trying to calculate okay. it. It was something upwards of three million. I believe the number they gave was. Wait, well, uh, I mean, if you have nine digits, yeah, it was three million two hundred sixty-five thousand nine hundred twenty different possible combinations out of out of nine-digit numbers. Well, it's the same. With wait, wait, the, wait, 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 what? I'm very because like well stop if, interrupting me <laughs> no no I, I, that just doesn't make sense because if you have two digits you have a maximum of ninety nine options because that's how many no what? no 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 how 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 large you saying a nine if digit you have number? nine separate digits yeah. how many different ways can you align those digits oh you're talking about okay yeah you're talking about uh, what is that Bernoulli's coefficient or something like that no this is just like a number oh. Am I retarded? Is, yes. I think so, yeah. You overcomplicate you just, everything. You just have a nine-digit number. You know, like... Um, Wait, let, one, me, let me read this. No. One billion is a nine-digit, right? No, a ten-digit number. 999 million is a... How many different ways can you align that? One, 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 nine. One, 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 eight. Do you get what I'm saying? One, two, three, four, it's five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the same with the Nemesis system. It's like, how many different possible ways could you fucking interact with this game? You could inter You could kill this captain or... You could spare him and uh, convert him to your side, but that will then affect his that orc's relationship with all the other orcs that are still in the chain of command for whichever castle it is you're going up against. So, how many different possible fucking combinations can you have that will 
impact the relationships between all the other AI going on in the game at the same absolutely. time. It's the same idea, is what I was trying to get no, at. No, absolutely. Now, I, I do want to say I 100% get that. You're 100% right, but I'm still confused about the nine digits. I, I, want, I want to figure okay, this if out. You have a, if you have a three-digit number, like 100. Yes. How many different three-digit numbers can you make? 999. No. No, if I give you... The numbers one through nine. Well, yes. yeah, in that, in that how case, how many different ways? Let's say you can reuse the numbers. It doesn't have to be like used one time. Okay. So you could say one two one 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 two three one 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 one. Yes, one. in that case, for one, a three-digit three. number, it's nine hundred. Right. No, technically a thousand. Well, yeah. Yeah, thousand. Nine hundred and ninety-nine. So if you have a nine digit Well you're including you have to include zeros. Like zero zero one is a number. Zero zero two is a number. Yeah. Zero zero three is a number. So nine hundred and ninety nine possibilities. If you have a four digit number, it's nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine possibilities. If you have a five digit number, ninety nine, six digit, nine hundred and ninety nine thousand seven eight nine. So a nine digit number, there's nine hundred and ninety nine million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. You're estimating way too low. And this is going on way too Wait, fucking what do you long. mean way too low? You just said three million. Yeah. It's nine hundred ninety nine million. <laughs> Wait. I hate so this whole as a I hate this whole episode. So as a prerequisite. Um a precursor to this conversation, we all have like room temperature IQs, <laughs> <laughs> so that this makes more sense. That sounds generous. <laughs> I don't know. I have the IQ of fucking iCarly. Well, let's let's kind of tie it all in. Okay. Nemesis system. Fucking peak AI. In the context of its of its game, yeah. But so at the same time, though, the Nemesis system would not work in Elden. Well, it wouldn't. I mean, it could. I mean, the the game would have to be designed differently. the the uh, The core idea behind some type of AI is always to give it a sense of of lifelike, make it lifelike, or react as a person would. It's I don't want to fight a brick wall. I want to fight like if I'm fighting in Smash Bros. I don't want to feel like I'm just hitting an input and he just reacting to an input i want to think see that he's uh thinking about his actions and like planning forward because a human thinks forward it doesn't think just solely reactively and so the, that's the idea of an ai is that they can think I would agree with you. along those same lines i want, I want to fight a person that's more interesting to me than fighting a, a, a much more simpler computer that's the it's always the idea yeah and some games do it really good, some games do it not so good, and some games don't need it to be as complex. Are there any games that kind of were ruined for you because of a poor AI? Ooh. I I want to say yes, but I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, what game has really, really shitty, or either shitty or broken AI? Ooh. Um, Brian? I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, answer the question. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, that's gonna that's gonna be the real QA question for Spotify. Spotify. Listeners. I'd say a lot of fighting games. Yeah, because the difficult. It's so hard to create something that can like have this predictive nature that a human does. Like I can think ahead. I can I can think ahead a couple moves, and. 
it's hard to make an AI do that without brute forcing it and just giving it like perfect reaction time. It's if you want it to feel like a genuine human and less like just a reacting robot, that's really hard to do. And it's a lot of fighting games don't do it well, or they're either too easy or they're too hard in the wrong ways. So like older Smash games, for example, are not <laughs> the greatest with that. They're the, like the level nine CPUs are, are just stupid, are just really <laughs> fucking stupid. Or they're really easy because you can exploit them really easily. Like they'll just get they'll just get dumbfounded if you are on a certain part of a platform in a certain way, or they'll always react in a certain way to a certain move, and then you can just capitalize on that. So like a lot of fighting games definitely uh, take a, a hit from from poor AI. Now Smash. Speaking of Smash, the most recent Smash was it Smash Ultimate, right? Mm-hmm. Is the uh, the level nine or the CPUs in general were kind of trained differently, weren't they? Yeah, uh, I believe I don't exactly know t- mechanically how it was implemented, but they tried to mimic uh, and learn from pro players and how they play and try to implement those same kinds of combos and methods of uh, reaction in the AI to give it a smarter gameplay and not just be some beast of reaction oh when i hit i hit a move it's reading my input and it just it just shields i wanted to feel like i'm fighting a person and when you're fighting a person you're not fighting their reaction necessarily you're fighting their skill and forethought and that's what they tried to do and i think they did it pretty decently in ultimate it's a lot better than the previous games as far as fighting games go i think it's pretty apt Mm -hmm. and and it when i'm if i'm fighting by myself like i I can still have an enjoyable experience in, in a way and that that's because I'm it feels more lifelike as yeah. it comes back to. How about you, Brian? Any games that come to mind? No. Um no, not at the moment. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you good there? No. <laughs> the the amaretto is getting to you? It's not amaretto, it's Kalua. Oh, it's Kalua. <clears throat> Life is just getting to me. <laughs> I feel that. That's okay. So As um, a question to the audience, what are games that you think um, felt the most genuine to you in that I'm not fighting something unfair or I'm not fighting something really stupid or I'm not working with something that is a computer, something that felt more like a person playing or feels more dynamic or gives you that unique experience, I think is something to think about in the games that do it well there are some games that do it really well and some games that do it really poorly and games have gotten a lot better just because we have the resources to contribute to that computers have gotten more powerful they can compute more they can take in more in the same way your brain takes in tons and tons of information does tons of parallel processing um that we have the capability to do that i don't know we have room temperature iq so i I mean that's still better than like a fish or a turtle (laughs) not turtle pulp though so, like, do animals have IQs? I mean, yeah, in a way. <laughs> what did Einstein say? Uh, don't teach a fish to climb a tree, or something like that. Or don't don't test a fish's ab- don't test a fish based on its ability to climb a tree. Um. Yes, <laughs> I think that's just <laughs> properly restricting the scope of what you're looking for or your questions. It's like. What's the best land animal? It's 
<laughs> fish is pretty bad. Pretty bad land animal. Um, I would say you know it's a, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be an audience member. I'm gonna answer the question. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna act like Doctor Phil, okay? So, um, the game I would say I I'd probably have to go with Shadow of War with Nemesis system. I've never been so personally fucking vengeful or personally <laughs> fucking like I've Get never you invested, right? Like like yeah, I've gotten emotionally invested in characters and stories and 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 plots and whatnot, but I have never wanted a motherfucker dead more than some of those orcs in fucking Shadow <laughs> of War. I've I've never Never, never to the level of hatred that I would like. I've had more hatred for some orcs than I've had some real people, and that's bad. Because mm. mm-hmm. people fucking suck. People so suck. You guys are all good though. Our audience is all good. <laughs> if you guys are listening to us, that means you're cool. Well, I think that I think that's a good it's a good note to kind of yeah. simmer everything down. Yeah. So, AI. I I I Captain. Thank you, everybody. Brian. I think. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Thank Thanks. you, Jack. Thank you, me. No, thank um, you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for joining. Thank you for listening to us ramble on every episode. No, I hope you. you enjoy and have a wonderful, 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 wonderful. <laughs> okay. Wonderful <day>. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, homeboys. Stop. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>